it's late at night, they're stopped at the light at the railroad tracks, and this man stumbles along the tracks, uh, and he's damaged, he's bloody, sometimes they say he doesn't have an arm, part of his heart, it looks like he's been hit by a train, or ran over by a train, and he wanders out and disappears. Hi everyone, I'm Andrea Howery, and welcome to the fourth season of the Ventura County Stars podcast, Never 30, where we look at timeless stories from the county's past. We call it Never 30 because reporters used to type a 30 at the end of each story. It told the typesetter that the story was finished, that there were no more pages. But there are some stories that have no ending. You can type to be continued or part two to come, but Never 30. In our first season, right around Halloween, we did an episode on ghost stories out of Ventura County, California, that ended up being the most popular of the 24 episodes we've done so far. So, taking a page from the Hollywood playbook, we're doing a sequel. Once again, we have Ventura County authors Richard Sennett and Evie Ibarra sharing some of the stories they've heard through the years. How many ghosts are featured in your new book? Um, about 44. Just in Oxnard? Yeah. Just Oxnard, in Oxnard and Port Wainimi. Yeah, Oxnard, Port Wainimi. About 44. One of his favorites is the story of Enfelice Maria, Unhappy Mary. It's an old Latino legend. Essentially, uh, again, a woman wanted to be beautiful in the eyes of her lover, so she made a deal with the devil to make her beautiful in the eyes of her rich boyfriend. She had been married before, and the devil said, okay, I'll do that for you, but you must kill your three children for me. And she didn't much like them anyway, I guess. So she took out her kids and killed them. And the devil, always a liar, uh, gave her the head and hooves of her boyfriend's favorite horse. And the story varies one way or the other. Now, accordingly, this figure of a woman dressed in an old-style dress with a horse's head and hooves for hands wanders the earth, luring young women into a life of sin for her master, the devil, of course. Anyhow, uh, two people on two separate occasions, separated by years, claimed to have seen her in La Colonia. And why uh, this particular bizarre phantom, I don't know. I interview Evie Ibarra on the grounds of Rancho Camulos, near Piru on Highway 126. It's an adobe that dates back to 1853. It was nearly destroyed in the 1994 Northridge earthquake, but it has since been renovated and turned into a museum and research library. In addition to the adobe, the property includes a chapel, a schoolhouse, and a winery. Prime real estate for ghosts. I love Rancho Camulos, and now it's called the Rancho Camulos Museum, and it is so historical and it's haunted. Ignacio Del Valle acquired Rancho Camulos and 48,000 acres as part of a land grant. He and his wife, Isabel, raised their children on the property. And when Ignacio died in 1880, he was buried in a nearby cemetery. And there he stayed, until years later when Isabel was on her deathbed. They dug him up, and the coffin was placed next to her bed in her bedroom. She was dying. 
and she had it there. She wanted it there because then when she died, she wanted to be buried with him. And they buried her with her husband in L.A. In, just in a, a adjoining plot, not in the same coffin. I understood it was in the same coffin. Wasn't that interesting? I hope they were close. They were very close. And she loved him. And she loved her daughters. But they're not the ghosts that haunt Rancho Camulos. And what's interesting is one of the sons brought over Charles Lummis. He fell in love with Susanita, Susanita del Valle. And people claim they've heard guitar music, singing, they hear footsteps, lights turn on and off. And especially like in the schoolhouse where we are, there's laughter and there are footsteps that people can't explain because nobody's there. It's as if we were here and we heard footsteps over there. Doors open and close and nobody's there. The love story between writer Charles Loomis and Ignacio's daughter, Susanita, was not meant to be. He loved Susanita. He wanted to divorce his wife for her. But of course, the grandmother, the mother, she was her grandmother, I guess, her daughter. Um, she did not want Susanita marrying this man. And she didn't encourage it. And that's the way it went. Well, then later, Susanita passed away. She was 35 years old. She died young, very tragic. And they claim they hear the guitars because he made wax recordings of their playing. They're in the Brown Museum. After Ignacio and Isabel were reunited, perhaps closer than ever, the property was sold to August Rubel. Now, we met him in part one. He also owned the Billy Whack Dairy in Aliso Canyon near Santa Paula. Some pretty scary ghosts are said to haunt that property, but there are some rubble ghosts at Rancho Camulos, too. August and his wife, when they purchased the ranch in 1924, uh, owned it, recognized the historical significance, and built it up and raised their children here. Then he went back into the OSS, like today's the CIA. And um, they claim he was killed in Tunisia in an accident, in an ambulance. And others claim he still lived, but he had to go underground. And he had to forsake his family, which is very tragic anyway. Who knows? And people claim they hear the children. Their laughter in this schoolhouse. And footsteps running, doors opening, as I said before. Guitar music, laughter, that's not what you usually associate with ghosts. It sounds like of, of all the stories that you've heard in, in Ventura County, this place, this is almost a happy place. Yes. This is, they're happy ghosts here, I think. Um, if Charles was in love with Susanna, as he, they say he was, they were happy. He adored her. And 
her sister was also very talented. And the, the mom, you know, she was very protective. But love is always a happy thing. <laughs> I, I believe that. Whether you're a witch or a goblin or whatever. <laughs> Let's take a short break. Hi, podcast listeners. I'm Michelle Rogers, Consumer Experience Director for the Ventura County Star. If you love listening to great stories like I do, the Ventura Storytellers Project has a great night of live storytelling planned on November 7th. Join me as I host seven storytellers from throughout Ventura County as they share tales from the new theme, Holidays and Family. Tickets and information about this live event at the Camrio Ranch are available now at storytellers.com slash Ventura. Seating is limited for this event, but you can purchase tickets in advance now for other upcoming shows in February, May, September, and November of 2019. These future events will include themes of love, adventure, family, and much more from people in the community just like you. I hope to see you there. Just visit Storytellers.com Ventura. Before the break, we'd heard about the happy ghosts that spend time at Rancho Camulos near Piru. Now, Oxnard, too, has spirits that aren't necessarily frightening. They're just really, really busy. Take the ones in Heritage Square, for example. I saw one there myself in the church. I walked into the church. I wasn't expecting to go. I was doing a ghost hunting. Walked into the church, and I saw a man there wearing kind of a strange outfit, a kind of a checkered vest, and it was kind of bald. And he looked at me, smiled at me, and disappeared. And it was in the church. So it looked like he was passing out materials for a service doll. Finally, someone's come to church. But uh, it was me. The Petted House in Heritage Square is another one. A lot of ghost stories about that place. But it's haunted by a very um, friendly spirit. Uh, his name is Uncle Eddie. Uh, he's rumored to haunt you. At one time in the basement, they had a little tiny theatrical company called the Petite Theater. You know, Petit Petit. And they had a ghost, like all theaters, and uh, he was a friendly ghost. And Rumor has it he loved to pull pranks on unsuspecting people. There was a lawyer, a lady lawyer on the top floor who claimed that um, she was working hard on a project and then at 5.30 somebody turned the lights out on her. And she got, well, what's this? And she found the light switch had been actually depressed, clicked off by something, but there was nobody there. And then she was going, what is this? Now the lights switch were located by the front door. And then she felt two hands on her back push her out the door gently. It's kind of like the ghost is saying, you've worked hard enough today. Go home. What you did. And um, she, I said, well, what do you do about it now? It's just, oh, I always leave at five o'clock. <laughs> but there are some that are more typical, like the poor fellow who hangs around the railroad tracks at Gonzales Road. He's been seen by five people. And it's late at night. They're stopped at the light at the railroad tracks, and this man stumbles along the tracks, uh, and he's damaged, he's bloody. Sometimes they say he doesn't have an arm, part of his heart. It looks like he's been hit by a train or ran over by a train. 
and he wanders out and disappears. But numerous people have seen him. And these are credible people, like uh, nurses and uh, such from St. John's Hospital. One nurse saw him and thought first it was a homeless man or a drunk or something. But as it got closer, she could see he was bloody and she wanted to help him, you know, because that's her job. So a man in distress. And guess what? He disappeared. But who is he? He's wearing a cowboy hat. And his clothing appeared to be old style. So whatever this is, it's not contemporary. It's something from a long time ago, maybe 50 years, maybe even 75 years in the past. So that's that one's one where we have several different accounts. Then there's the evil dwarf that hangs out at Oxnard Shores. They have this figure that looks like a character out of uh, some game or something, pointed ears, a little short man with a hunchback and stuff like that. And he's supposed to bring evil luck to people. Certainly it doesn't have a lot of ethnic qualities. In fact, when it first sighted, people thought it was just some a little person walking around at night. Oh, that's strange. But then he started to go and knock on people's windows and leer at them, stuff like that. Now, was it folklore, bad drugs? I don't know. But uh, this is the story we have. And then, of course, there's the Port Wainimi Lighthouse. Every lighthouse is haunted. It's almost like a tradition. Oh, where's your ghost? Oh, it's over here with the light. <laughs> and ours, sure enough, just as, just as the same, it's sighted. A former lighthouse keeper supposedly still haunts the light. Now, that's an interesting dilemma. Why would lighthouses be haunted? Well, they're lonely. They're usually stuck way out in the middle of nowhere. Not the case here, but my many parts. And also, it takes a lot of energy, or at least it used to before they were automated. So I think a person in a confined area doing the same thing, a very important work it is, um, I think their emotions get trapped in the environment. So it could have a lot to do with that element of uh, ghost lore, that it's someone stuck trying to perform the function, get that light going, make sure it's on so ships won't crash into rocks or something. So I think that could have a lot to do with why people see and detect ghosts in lighthouses. So what about graveyards? Graveyards are haunted, but not very much. Remarkably, I mean, from Halloween, from even ghost TV shows, you'd think they're all haunted, but they're not. Oddly enough, people haunt where they like, where they love. People don't really love graveyards all that much. They haunt the houses they love, the businesses they worked at, things like that. But there are ghosts in graveyards. But I think the link is not the person buried there, but the person who visits the site. So the grief that they feel for a loved one buried there and the flowers they go and the talking to the grave, I think that leaves something behind. But that doesn't mean the monuments, the headstones themselves, can't have their own, well, personality. And Richard says there's one in Oxnard. The haunted monument is that of an angel. 
it's got this little half-size angel on this big monument to a large family. I won't mention their names. Uh, they're still very prominent locally. And the statue of the angel is typical funerary art. But people claim they go out there and the statue moves. It looks at them. Or they take pictures of it and it shows the statue weeping. Or also it can cause bad luck. If you take a picture of the statue, it might you know, cause, at least that's the story anyhow. One lady took this picture and her whole life fell apart after taking the picture for a photography class. She finally, she said everyone she showed the picture to uh, had misfortune come to them. So her solution, give me the picture. <laughs> she gave this me this big envelope and said, please don't look at it. And so of course, what do I do? <laughs> look at it. I have had, well, I've had misfortune, but nothing linked directly with that. As part of her research along the Central Coast, Evie has heard stories about haunted places in Ventura. There's the ghosts in City Hall, and I've spoken to people who've actually witnessed the elevator coming down and going up without anybody being there. And the footsteps where the old women's jail was, they hear the footsteps there. They hear the, the sliding of the jail cells. And one man who worked there quit. He just couldn't take it anymore. There's also Cemetery Park, a pioneer cemetery that was turned into a park back in the 1960s by hauling the headstones away. We'll hear more about Cemetery Park later this season. From what I understand, uh, Maria Olivas is buried there. And people claim they hear things. People who live in those little condos across the street have seen orbs. And there's one particular condo that's always empty. It's always for rent. And people who live there get spooked. I don't go to cemeteries at night, uh, but I, I always like to hear stories. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to be the one to see it. <laughs> She's not too interested in being at Rancho Camulos at night, either. At night? Can you imagine this place? Would you want to be here at night? <laughs> and I know there are paranormal investigators who come here, and they enjoy it. I don't think I want to do that. So how do Evie and Richard explain all these phenomena in Ventura County? And how do they help other people to understand them? Could be the wind. But if you're prone to think that maybe that something exists, you'll hear voices. Or if you don't believe in that, and then something happens, it'll change your mind immediately. You'll wonder, well, what did I see? What am I experiencing? I can't explain it. I just won't think about it. So that's how people deal with it. <laughs> Every case I've selected highlights a different element, like poltergeists, what they do as opposed to haunting ghosts, and even including hysteria, and the role, a very important role that plays, which uh, might account for a lot of ghosts that really aren't ghosts at all, are in fact uh, caused by a natural phenomenon, and then people's minds rush away with them, and they find themselves uh, uh, you know, thinking about 
haunting things which aren't there. Everything becomes uh, blamed on the ghost, so be it ill fortune or an accident. Oh, the ghost caused it. Well, no, they didn't. It was an accident. But that's part of the human condition. And in a lot of ways, I've learned an awful lot about human behavior from my study of ghosts and maybe even a little psychology. Never 30 is a property of the Ventura County Star. I'm your host, Andrea Howry. The show is co-produced by me and Anthony Placencia, who also serves as the show's technical director. The news director of the Ventura County Star is Darren Peshka. Our consumer experience director is Michelle Rogers. For this episode, special thanks to Richard Sennett, Evie Ibarra, and Rancho Camulos for letting us visit. I would also like to invite our Ventura County listeners to support this podcast by signing up for a print or digital subscription to the Ventura County Star. Just visit subscribe.vcstar.com to see all our special offers. Next on Never 30. On a slope overlooking the ocean in Ventura, California, there's a seven-acre park where dog owners let their pets run free, chasing balls and catching frisbees. There are some benches scattered around, and a few trees provide shade. We were over in that corner in his car looking down through this, the ocean. My gosh, this is just a gorgeous park. You couldn't get a nicer park. He says, yeah, you know, it's not really a park, it's a cemetery. Oh, yeah, right. He says, yeah, it is. He says, this is the oldest cemetery in town. This is where everybody's buried. He said they came, the city came, and desecrated the graves, pulled up the headstones, and carted them off and I was shocked, you know, I was shocked. As you look out over the grassy expanse, you can see some indentations in the ground. This is Cemetery Memorial Park.